Hello and happy Monday, mamas. We made it through the weekend. It's another week and I don't know what it's like where you're at, but right now it is beautiful outside and I am so happy. I love the sunshine. Well, today I have a real treat for you today. Kari Davis from The Well Podcast. She is amazing. And if you haven't heard her podcast yet, I recommend you go check it out. It's going to be in the show note links. So Click on it, go check out some of her podcasts. She is amazing. But she's telling us a little bit about her story and why she realized that she needed to care for herself and how important it was. As moms, it's really easy to let ourselves be the last one to be taken care of. Put everybody else in front of us and take care of everybody else before ourselves. Well, going into Mother's Day weekend, coming up here soon, I wanted to bring you an episode about teaching you how to care for yourself and the importance of it, and not just on Mother's Day, but every day. It is crucial for us to care for ourselves so that we can care for those that we love in the best way possible. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Hello, welcome back to Restored Mama. I am actually joining you today with a good friend, Kari Davis. We've known each other for a couple years now and she is amazing. I actually met her through a mutual friend and um, we work together with doTERRA essential oils. I've talked a bit about using doTERRA and how oils are just a big part of my home. And she is a huge part of that. So she is here to join us kind of talking about how she uses oils with her self-care routine throughout the day to help with her anxiety and overwhelm. And we've talked a lot recently about anxiety and depression and overwhelming feeling as a busy mom. And I think Kari is the perfect person to talk to us about it. I and we just want to thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited that this podcast yeah. is launched. It wasn't even yeah, we, when we met. It wasn't. I think we <laughs> talked about it and then it just all of a sudden happened. And now here we are. Awesome. Tell them a little bit about you and where you came from and a little bit about your story. All right. Well, thanks, Jen, so much for having me on. I'm so happy to be here. So I now live in Florida. I'm going to start recent and then I'll go back a little bit. Um, I live here with my husband, Bobby, and we are a blended family. We have five kids. My son is a freshman in college. So hello, anxiety. Last fall was really rough. I can't believe I'm 45. I can't believe I have a kid that old. I can't believe that it was already over, air quotes. 
that was a really challenging time to let go a little bit. And I was super anxious until it just all faded away. Um, my daughter is 17 and then I have Cole and then my, he is 12 years old, my hockey player and social butterfly. Um, my stepdaughter is 12 as well. So they have the same friend group and she plays hockey as well. And then my stepson is eight. So we have Tegan and Finnegan, my stepkids, half of the week. But the thing that brought us here was my kid's dad passed away in 2015. And so it was a sudden, massive brain hemorrhage. I obviously didn't see it coming. And so when life changes in an instant, everything changes in an instant. And I thought that I had a lot of, I thought that I had a lot of self-care at the time. And looking back, I had absolutely zero as a young mom. I was stressed out and overwhelmed and a control freak and tried to do it all myself. You teach to reach out to community to delegate. Didn't do that at all. Um, I'm the firstborn child. I had two little brothers. I just always, um, I just always did it myself. I was just really, I mean, I guess a control freak is kind of a negative way of saying it, but I know a lot of your listeners can probably relate that I liked things a certain way. I liked my home a certain way. I liked my kids to be a certain, you know, to, to be ready and to be cute. I never cared that much about my looks. I'm not a big primper. So that was one thing that (laughs) I was usually a little bit of a hot mess, but, um, it was just, I just remember raising kids and just being overwhelmed so much of the time. So that when my husband died suddenly, when they were, um, they were 11, nine and four, he was almost five. And so the whole world just halted and I had to ask for help and I had to start taking care of myself or I wouldn't have made it. It's a good thing you realized that because some people don't even realize that they need to ask for help and then they just start crashing. Well, I, I mean, I definitely had physical, um, I lost a bunch of weight and then I couldn't, then I gained weight, couldn't release weight, couldn't figure it out. I was like clenching my jaw in the night. I mean, there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things in my body telling me that I had to do this, but I had already used doTERRA essential oils. I had actually kind of accidentally stumbled upon doing doTERRA as a business. So I was teaching moms how to make natural cleaning supplies and take care of their kids when they got sick with essential oils, but I was not using them at all for the aromatherapy aspect of it. I thought that that was kind of weird or I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't give a lot of weight to it until all of that happened. And then through like a lot of personal development and just making a self-care plan for myself, I finally started to get out of the funk because it was a rough, I mean, it was a rough couple of months. The first emergency zone does not even cut it. Everything is just off. The kids are screaming in their beds and, you know, you've got to come up with health insurance and figure out how to pay all the bills. And it was like, I mean, I know that that is, you know, a definite catastrophe that maybe a lot of people don't experience. But like we talked about when you were on my podcast, we all have these little things that completely derail us. And if we don't have some self-care to fall back on, things can get really, really bad. They can. Yeah. We talked quite a bit about that. 
So what was it that helped you to realize that you needed this other than your body screaming out for help? You, you obviously figured out what you needed that self-care plan and the essential oils for aromatherapy and to help you mentally with all of that. So how did you figure that out? Um, a lot of it was just, um, somebody gave me a book and I don't even remember what it was called. And to be honest, I didn't even read it, but I read like the back cover or something. And it said that to move through the phases of grief, you have to begin to dream. And until you start dreaming, you'll really be stuck in grief forever. And so, um, I read the line somewhere, you know, and people post this all the time, but like, she created a life that she loved. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is my opportunity to do that. I'm a single mom. Wow. My kids are all in school for the first, I had never even been in my home alone in probably like 10 years, you know, like I always had a baby there or a friend's kids or both or, um, so my youngest that year started kindergarten and I just kind of set out to what would it look like if I designed a life that I loved. I like redecorated my office. I started designing a house to build and I just listened more to my body. Like what made me feel bad? What foods made me feel bad? I probably put like 10,000 miles on my walking shoes and I was screaming a lot. I mean, I was like, I was still really upset, but I just felt that if I, I just kind of had that, that dream that maybe I would find love again, that I wanted my kids to not feel like this defined them in like the worst way ever. I wanted them to see that God does not waste our pain. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's another thing that we talked about on your podcast was how what we go through and what we do, we're modeling to our kids And the way you responded to that grief and pain of the loss of your husband, your kids were watching and seeing that. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when you, I'm sure it was similar at parts of your life, you know, when you just feel like in your heart, the biggest weight that you know that your next moves are really important. I knew I could start drinking a lot or shopping a lot or sleeping around, or I knew that like so many sinful things could grab me. Um, I maybe did get a little bit into like workaholic zone a little bit. I kind of got overly obsessed with like being productive and, um, you know, I built a house and I got back into doTERRA like really hardcore at that after that time. But, um, I just knew that every step that I made was going to make a really big impact, not only on me, but on the kids. I think that's wonderful that you even realized that in such a grief state. Yeah. Well, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I've kind of just established some routines. I call myself the most high maintenance person ever. And not because I like get my nails done all the time or like I'm all done up, but I'm just, my self-care plan is very extensive. And I refuse, like even when I met my husband, you know, I I called myself a self-care coach for a long time because I would walk around asking everyone, like, what do you do to recharge? Because <laughs> once I started recharging, I was like, this is amazing. And this would have made a really big difference when I had little kids. You know, I can like plug myself in like a cell phone and like see the little lightning bolt. I mean, I know what to do to 
to, to recharge myself. And I had really never done that up until now. And I was just grateful for the tools that I had. Um, and a lot of the time management that you teach about is just those routines, those habit stackings that once I started to do them, I couldn't believe what I was capable of accomplishing, but also just that I did not feel depleted anymore all the time. That's a huge thing. Like as a busy mom, you're constantly feeling depleted because you give and give and give, and then you don't take anything for yourself. Mm-hmm. So well, what do you do to that, recharge? So a lot of that really has to do with setting boundaries. <laughs> um, I was codependent. I was like, if anyone needed anything at any time, I was the person. So then when I was the one not doing well, it was a learning curve for for me and my whole community. Cause it, cause I was always a stay at home mom. If someone needed a child watched or a ride home from the airport, I was the logical choice. And I just wasn't able to do those kind of things anymore. Um, and I wasn't willing to anymore because I really knew that I was designing the life that I wanted or it, it sounds more, I don't mean it. Does it sound selfish? I don't mean it selfish, but no. I did have to be in survival mode and make those things happen. And it's important to set those boundaries. Like, yes, you can be the one that people ask, but you're not always going to be able to say yes. Right. And exactly. it's okay to say no. And it's important to know when you need to say no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so the first thing was just that I set boundaries, but in doing that, it was really hard for me to ask for help. And I did that. So yeah, I just think setting boundaries, but also learning to ask for help was just the number one for my self-care plan. Because before I would say yes to everything and never ask help for anything. And that just does not work. You cannot sustain that way. But then I, I just learned to, I guess it's within setting boundaries also, but also telling, teaching other people how I needed to be treated. And even with the kids, and I advocate for this so much um, on the podcast, is like telling your kids that you need quiet time. We put them in time out, but like I need an hour in the afternoon still to this day around this time of day, actually. <laughs> um, I usually go and lay down. I either watch a show or I close my eyes. I'm a power napper. I can sleep for 20, 30 minutes and it's like I'm recharged and Setting that as an expectation rather than having shame that I'm not being productive all the time was like a really weird, I think it's ultimately what led me to have the podcast because, because there were so many things that I didn't do because I thought that there was like, not shame, but like, I don't know. I always thought that self-care was selfish. Like the mom guilt, like you should be doing something else for everybody else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just, when I really started to take care of myself, I realized that it wasn't some like self-help book, that it was, it was necessary. We all need, we all need to recharge. Um, and then I just designed my day. Um, I had a morning routine where I would get the kids off to school. I would spend time. It was kind of before podcasts, but it was. I would always do a little Bible study, but also like a little bit of personal development, like feed myself before I, the kids were already gone, but I guess I had already given, but you know, to, to put the good in pushes the bad out. And so I was just like hungry for 
just putting in good sermons, good books, good whatever it was. And it was so important to me that it was true and that it was real and not like fake or trying to derail this dream that I was trying to design. And when you get so clear on it, you can smell it if it's right or wrong. You know what I mean? You're just like, no, that's not where I'm going. And so um, it always ends up being like putting good in a lot of times with a walk. I really need to be outside Um, I'm, I walk almost every single day, like at least three miles. It's just kind of, it's not necessarily for my butt size. It's more for my brain. Um, but I'm always, it helps both though, right? (laughs) It helps both. (laughs) Well, it used to before I turned 45. (laughs) Um, so to get good movement in, um, and then when I come home, so I start my diffuser, you mentioned, um, when we were talking earlier, you mentioned adaptive. Adaptive wasn't even here yet. Uh, we didn't even have adaptive back in 2015. But um, balance and serenity together, um, citrus oils. They did come out with the emotion line in doTERRA. It's like an emotional. Um, I used forgive and I used console is one that truly when you're grieving. And so I would start my diffuser so that when I would come home from my walk, my whole house is like filled with this. And that's when the tears usually would come, you know, when you put in, um, when you're listening to worship music or you're listening to something, but I just really gave myself a lot of time to sit and just be, um, one of the lines that I love is just to feel your feelings like, you know, and I was blessed, you know, I didn't have little kids hanging on me that probably would have been even harder if I would have had little kids because I was really able to grieve in a time where they were not around. Um, But I still do a lot of these things. I mean, I still pump my diffuser full so that when I come home and I'm doing the dishes or whatever the routine is, that when you smell something, it changes the way that your brain is processing emotion. And so, and our feelings can also be anchored with a smell. So if you are wanting to feel more uplifted, you smell flowers and citrus and mint and things that grow high on the tree actually help our emotions. These were all provided by God for not only physical things in plants, but also for our emotions. And so I think it's just, I think it's so cool that we were given these gifts that helped me also change my emotions in the moment. It sounds like it was really helpful for you. Mm -hmm. It was. Absolutely. I love having my diffusers going. The scent is what either energizes me when I'm supposed to be cleaning and I don't want to, or I'm just in a mood and I don't want to take it out on my kids. It depends on the oil that I put in and it helps what I'm feeling at the moment. Yeah. It's amazing what essential oils can do. Mm -hmm. Well, and just to actually breathe, you know, like to go over your diffuser, take a really deep breath. Um, I had a therapist that said, you know, breathe in and then breathe out everything negative. So you're bringing, you're breathing in these good molecules, but as well as just think of it as like goodness and truth and what God has for you and breathe out the junk. And it is so helpful because, you know, we do these little games or rituals with kids, but we're just big kids and we need those. We need to anchor those different habits, I guess they are, but they're also little gifts of little actions that help us reframe not only our mind, but it just changes the whole entire day. It does. 
I love that. I haven't been doing the diffuser as much lately and it makes me want to go back and and set it up again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. I know I have them all over my house, but I always do the kitchen one, but the other ones don't happen as much. Just have a pitcher ready and just water your diffusers. Like you water your Keurig or I have one of those like Berkey water things. So I just water everything. It's like, instead of Mart, (laughs) I like it. I'm going to do that one. (laughs) Um, So what are your favorite, favorite oils to use when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxiety is kind of kicked in? So now we have Adaptive that came out in 2019, right before the pandemic. Oddly enough, it was like they were clear. Good timing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I actually have it right here. But Adaptive has, um, it has wild orange, which is the oil of abundance. Every essential oil has a physical property that it helps with as well as an emotional one. So wild orange is like, and lemon, but like citrus or like sunshine in a bottle. They just help you feel happier. Lavender is calming. Um, Copaiba is an oil that helps with anxiety. It helps, it helps with anxious feelings. So you kind of have these calming lavender and copaiba. And then you also have spearmint. Mints help you feel happy and re-energized. Magnolia is actually, there's studies for PTSD and and magnolia. It's a flower again. And then rosemary helps with brain clarity. Um, because a lot of times when we are anxious, um, I, that this is what I think makes this blend so brilliant is there's also focus oils in here because when Mm. you're anxious, you're in fight or flight. All of that blood has rushed from your frontal lobe and you're just using your primal brain and you truly can't think straight. You're not capable, especially when you're really anxious or something has happening. So I love that this is like calming, but also helps your brain work better. So this is now my like, I mean, you know, your oils become your friend. If your daughter has lice, you use tea tree oil and that becomes your friend. But when you're anxious, you need adaptive. (laughs) Tea tree is my favorite for pretty much anything health. So because of a lot of George's health issues, she gets ear infections a lot. And so we'll mix tea tree oil with a carrier oil, put it on a cotton ball and stick it in her ear and change it out a couple times a day. Within a few days, it's gone and she doesn't have to go on antibiotics. Yeah. It's amazing. It's an amazing healing oil. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So definitely lavender. Um, The citrus oils are really inexpensive. And so I recommend people diffuse them because they're just really cheap um, and they just smell good in the house. Um, But the go-to balance is another blend and serenity. Those two together make, we used to call it um, liquid Xanax. (laughs) And, um, I used to have this old spray bottle with like a white label that I wrote on it and it got wet. And so it looked just totally ghetto, but that is like still one of my favorite scents together. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, adaptive is really my go-to for anxiety. I do take the capsule as well. Um, it has GABA in it which helps your brain the same way that is that a pharmaceutical Xanax would. It does similar in your body, but it's a natural compound. And so I do take oh, those capsules awesome. too. Yeah. I haven't tried those capsules. I use the oil all the time, but I haven't tried the capsules. Yeah. I, um, I got some very extensive blood work done 
um, and some genetic testing this year and my brain does not make enough GABA. And so I was like so impressed that I could get it in the adaptive line and was really, it's very helpful. So I actually had neurological reasons why I was anxious too. So it's not always just your life experience. That's interesting. I didn't know blood work can show you that kind of stuff. I didn't either. Hopefully it was legit, but it seems (laughs) (laughs) it sounds legit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But so pretty much all of that was my morning routine, but then I cannot recommend enough just having um, maybe, you know, in the afternoon you do like a sweep of the house and it's kind of that witching hour before your spouse comes home or when you're making dinner and to diffuse that again. So kind of like morning routine, your house again, that's going to affect your kids. They're going to come home from school, you know, set those routines where you're having them wash their hands with on guard to get all those school germs off. But then you're diffusing really calming oils to go into the evening because that's a lot of times when our kids are stressed, they have homework, they're running off to sports or you're trying to get dinner together. And so kind of as moms, how we need that in the morning, I think our families really need it in the afternoon. And then my other tip is to come up with like a family blend where everyone in your house kind of, you guys all decide on it. You can put like two to three um essential oils together in your hand with the caps off, of course, and kind of like run them under your nose and see how they all smell together, but come up with like a family blend that you guys diffuse in the evening. When everyone comes home, it's like, just going to tell your brain, like, this is our place. We're back together. This is our safe place. But if you're anchoring that safe place of where they are with a scent, that's always going to be an association that you have. I love that idea. I do too. And I've never done it. I was going to ask you, how does it work? <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about it a couple of weeks ago. And so I want to do it, but we still haven't done it. Well, next time I talk to you, I'm going to ask if you've done it and see how it works. <laughs> I know, but I'm probably not going to let them pick. I'm probably going to pick. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, being you know, honest. best anyways, right? Your mom. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Do you have any final tips for the mamas listening when it comes Um, to their self-care routine and getting rid of that anxiety? I think just knowing how you recharge. If it is to go into your room, um, I remember taking a drop of, it was called Elevation at the time for more of a depression. It had Melissa and citrus oils in it. And just doing some self-talk, like taking a deep breath and looking at myself in the mirror And just, you know, you can do this and God has the days of your life ordained and your children. And I call them affirming truths, not affirmations like you're enough and you're this, like, because your brain knows the difference if you don't feel that way in the moment. But if it's rooted in God's word and you're root and you're anchoring it with uh, an aromatherapy with a pure um, essential oil, um, it'll really, really change the way that your brain is processing. So that might be at night when everyone goes to bed, but just to be doing these things throughout the day, I can't recommend enough that you need that little hug from yourself to not only get through, but also then you're going to do that more often with your family. And if you're better, self-care is not selfish. If you are, are able to, to, 
combat that overwhelm, to calm that chaos, you're going to be able to model that to everybody. And I bet you're a better mom because of it. I definitely don't yell anymore like I did. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I was a raging lunatic <laughs> some days. At um, least you can see it. Yeah. And I'm just not proud of it. So it makes such a big difference when you are, when you're doing that self-care. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> so if any of the mamas listening want to get in touch with you and hear more, how can they find you? Yeah. So find me at um, thewellteam.com is my website. It's kind of a collaborative wellness website. We do essential oil research. Um, the, you can find the podcast there. The podcast is the Well Health and Wholeness podcast. And um, it's sometimes easier to search my name, Kari, K-A-R-I Davis. Um, and then find me on Instagram at Kari Davis underscore the well. Um, I I don't do social media tons, but I love to see faces. So I let people see mine. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I like to see your face. <laughs> Yours too. But we oh, get thanks. to see each other. We do. Friends they don't get to see you. They just get to hear you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I can't wait to have you on again. Yes. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. I always have so much fun with Kari. I am so glad that you were able to join us today. And please check her out. She is absolutely amazing. If you are interested in any of the oils that we talked about today, because both of us use them all the time and they're a huge part of our lives, I have a link in the show notes for you to be able to go and check them out and dig a little bit deeper into it. Have a great Monday, Mama, and I will talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.